This is the Night Owl Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm JP. And what do you think of our interview? It was fun. Yeah. We had a good time with it. Yeah. We don't know if it's going to be aired before or after this one, but we know we're not going to drop them on the same day again. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Holland Hanley's got kind of uh, lost a little bit. So we will um, go check out Holland Hanley's interview, which was the last episode or the last before last or yeah however that yeah goes. i mean <laughs> it was weird yeah i because I, 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 I had done like a promo for it saying i would drop it on friday and it's like but i'm gonna drop the other I, so yeah. it just kind of got lost in um scheduling how i did it but i hope people enjoyed it yeah oh i like i loved it yeah so. I put different music too. <laughs> it did, I noticed that. I was like, because I, I missed it. And then I went back and I'm like, wait, there's another episode. So, and I listened to it because I'm a like sadist and I like listening to myself. Yeah. Is that, is that the right word, sadist? I mean, I listened to episodes like three times. Oh, do you really? <laughs> well, not three times. Get those counts up? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, between, you know, recording, we're obviously, and then yep. editing, like, you oh, know, sure, putting sure. stuff through and then I'll listen to it again. I'm like, I don't know how much how many times I can listen to myself talk about the same thing. Just focus on my voice. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so go out, give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow. Thank you guys very much. Uh, the support is fantastic. Door underscore disc underscore golf night underscore Al underscore pod or on YouTube door disc golf. Um, door disc.com is the website. You can buy all these discs and everything that we talk about on. And, um, we're doing a little revamp of the website. Oh, really? Currently, yep. Ooh. I noticed that with the product abundance that we have, yeah, it gets a bit hard to navigate. Yes. So I am in the process of kind of revamping everything in the back and reorganizing, uh, doing things like that because there okay. was some stuff that just kind of got lost. I they, can see that they weren't in you know categories or mm-hmm. in some of the stuff. So um, you would be nice. Drop down menu, search by company. That's actually what I'm working yes, on right now. Right so, on. yep. So you'll be able to do by disk type and company. Cool. So um, it's going to make that side menu a little more robust. But I think we're going to get rid of some of these superfluous stuff. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Do you really need a history? Do you really need those type of things? I think we're just going to kind of make it a. Like, we'll kind of combine those into one tab instead of having sure. four different tabs for those. And yeah. we're just going to kind of make a store with a little backstory on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, little by little, I'll do it. It'll drop just one day. It'll be different. And voila. That's cool. how it happened. So, um, but, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> just fighting putting all the Lone Star discs in. And I'm like, why isn't this going into a category? Like, why is this not showing up on the oh. site? And then I finally figured out. And then I had to clean up a bunch of other stuff that wasn't on the site. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or it wasn't categorized, but if you search it by name, it would show up. But if you, you know, just went like, Hey, I want to look for the, I don't know, the tombstone or whatever it is. And you go to the, the distance driver category. Yeah. It wasn't there. Right. And it was because it wasn't in the collection it was supposed to be in. So, okay. Got it. Nevertheless, it's fixed. So that was a weird little sidetrack there. Yeah. Um, but there you go. You can buy all that stuff on that site and more and more things are showing up because they're becoming available. So yeah. it's beautiful. Um, and how about this? I'm going to drop a discount code that I never drop ever. And this is just for us. I was going to say, are you just making this up now? I am. Oh, okay. And so by the time this comes out, I'll have the discount code set up. Yeah. So it'll be free shipping and 5% off. Oh. So you can get on there, try them out and... Um, there's some great stuff on there. We have Ledgestone, we have Discraft. I mean, you name the company, we probably got it at this point. Um, we're in the process of working with ProDisc right now, too. ProDiscus right now. Oh, really? Yeah, so we might bring in some of them. Um, but nevertheless, Night Owls, all capitalized. Ooh. O-F at the end. <laughs> <laughs> And if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's our that's our running joke. Well, yeah. It might not even be a joke at some point. Yeah, exactly. It might just be running. Exactly. <laughs> so Night Owls OF, all capital. <laughs> and that will be the discount code. So go on there. You'll get 5% and free shipping on any of your order. So if you want to buy a DG Max Wack, go for it. You want to buy 50, 60 discs, 
10% off free shipping. We'll get them to you. 5%. Oh, 5%. Oops. Oh. Just five. Just five. <laughs> there are 10% codes out there. Just got to know where they are. Mm. And it's not on the OnlyFans. Or is it? I don't know. I don't have control of it, JP. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe that'll, maybe just subscribe and you get to use that code. $5 a month. Yeah. Or is it more than that? I don't know. Are you expensive or are you cheap? We'll keep it low. Okay. All right. So, man, that OnlyFans talk got off quick. Like, usually it's towards the end of the episode. I know. All right. Well, at least we got it out of the way. We've lost so many viewer, <laughs> viewers. Listeners by now. Yeah. yeah. We never oh, Well, speaking viewers. of, but viewers... Go sign up for YouTube so yes. we can get views. Yes. So YouTube, we are going to be doing this live. Someone told us that they wanted to watch our pretty faces while we're talking. And he brought up the point, and this is Ben. Oh, <laughs> Down thanks, He's ben. like, I would much rather sit and watch somebody talk than just listen to them talk. Huh. I don't think that's exactly how he said it, but that's how I'm, I'm going to make him sound like a weirdo. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Here we go. JP. How do you uh, feel about Colts? I mean, I'm not a fan of like David Koresh. Okay, <laughs> good know? start. Good yeah, start. Right, but <laughs> I will say, I'm the I'm a fan of cult things, okay. like cult movies or okay. bands. You know that people sure, sure. follow. Maybe disc manufacturers that mm -hmm. supply uh, limited discs from <laughs> here, here and there. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I think cult-ish things, but not, I'm not falling for like any kind of drink the Kool-Aid religious followings, that okay. kind of thing. So you're not like full flavor cult. You're like cult light. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so JP. Not full flavor. This Kool-Aid tastes funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're like the sugar-free Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, but the sugar-free stuff tastes funny. Uh, I don't, I don't think, I haven't had Kool-Aid in a while. What? No, oh, but yeah. we we have these. Okay, so we we don't buy the powder anymore. We get these like dropper things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's like the like mio, like that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you just like get the water and then you go squirt, squirt. And yeah, you got Kool Aid. But it's never just squirt, squirt. It's like squirt. Oh <laughs> Maisie unloaded a full bottle one day, almost of that stuff. Like, and like I dumped it out, and the inside of the cup was just still purple from like the dye. And I was like, oh my god, that's gonna rot your insides. Yes, it will. Yeah. Well. At least you have someone to sue. Right. <laughs> well, it says like two drops for eight ounces of water. And she's like, I'm just going to do two bottles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Malachi does that. I'll sit there and watch him. And he'll kind of watch out of the corner of his eyes and like squirt. He waits for me to be like, dude, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> he exactly. just waits. He's like, is it good? <laughs> How much can I get in before he yells at me? Yeah. So absolutely. Right. So I bring out cults because I am not a fan of cults. Because I think they do a little bit of damage. Not only do they kill lots of people. <laughs> they can, yeah. <laughs> they can, yeah. yeah. They've been known to. But when we talk about cult light, um, I think it has a can have a very negative effect mm -hmm. on brands. So hence Jordan and Discraft. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't have any personal experience with Discraft. Um, well, no, it didn't. He threw oh, a drone in Boston. A drone and a nuke, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, okay. I bought him a nuke for his birthday oh. way like when he first started yeah. playing, and then he had a drone that he lost, and he just never went back to mm -hmm. it. So he liked both of the discs. He just never went back to them. But he was also, it was the fanboy nature and the cult, cultish nature yeah. of what happened when Paul Macbeth, like... But, okay, but mm -hmm. is it more of a... Paul Macbeth cult than a Discraft cult. Still a cult. Oh well, yeah. I know. I'm just oh, yeah, yeah. they followed their leader. That's oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all that happened. Just my leader. They're like, well, uh, come with me. We're going over to Discraft. And everybody's exactly. like, Paul's going to Discraft. Okay, let's go. It's you know it, mm, the claw. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, total the claw. twist. Oh, the claw. Well, think about it, like his claw. Yeah. Uh -huh. The uh, claw. Yeah. Get it? Ooh, if you got that one people all right here we go that yeah so i when i look at it i was going to start the episode but then i decided no i still want to talk about this a little bit more yeah because i think cults can have that negative <laughs> maybe i'll just stop using the word cult <laughs> i think these these like fanboydom this like fandom that's like this hardcore you suck if you don't mm. or how could you be a disc golfer if you don't throw those type of people like it's just like really you know or like 
who cares? You yeah. Know? Because we just had that interview with Lone Star. Now, I, once again, I don't know if you're before or after our Lone Star interview. I don't know if you're hearing this, but <clears throat> I think the beauty of what Josh said there was he loves holding up other companies. Right. Yep. Because the better that all of them do, the better disc golf is going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have some of these cultish tendencies, you know, these like fanboy tendencies, it can turn some people off. Hence the Jordan thing, mm-hmm. you know, like Jordan has an issue with that mainstream, like everybody likes it just because, not sure. because it's a good disc. And not saying that Discraft isn't a fantastic company, because it is, mm-hmm. obviously. But, you know, you can have those hardcore fandoms that can really, you know, push people away. Because there's some people that just, like, fight the power, fist up in the air, you know. Yeah. And if it's the popular go-to company, I ain't doing it. hmm You know. That and also, it's that squeaky hinge or the lemming syndrome in disc golf where someone says the DDO courses are not world's worthy. And now everybody, DDO courses aren't world worthy. DDO courses aren't world worthy. Like, oh, sure. Why is it not world worthy? It's fantastically world worthy. It brought a great, you know, like, and they're saying it's a Heiser Fest. Count the Heisers they throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's none. You know, well, there's some, but yeah. they're, so it's, it's just those like, Create your own opinion. Stop just following. That's it. Anything else you want to add? Start your own cult. <laughs> exactly. Be original. Jeez. With that said, let's get into it. Throw a hanger flipper. What'd you get? Well, I didn't use money for it, but I got a Razor Cloth 3 today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that'll probably just be collecting dust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to I had to get the finish out the trifecta because I have the other two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wasn't going to, and I was like, well, I'll just do it just because. Yeah. Um, and then rumors are that this is rumors, not confirmed yet. Right. That this is the last tactic razor claw three. I could see or yeah, okay. last tactic right, right. Razor Claw. But you know, everybody thought maybe the third issue or third night strike was gonna be the last night strike. Is there another night strike coming? Oh yeah. Oh. Nate Perkins confirmed it on on his in the bag. But is it technically still a color glow F D or is it a Well Yes, it will be. I think he uh-huh. alluded to them testing some color glow plastic. Okay. And uh but, but I feel like the, the FD is not an FD. FD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not going to be the same FD that we're that we love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I still love the new FD, but it's not just not an the FD. old FD. Yeah. yeah. And then I, and then I also got a Clash Discs Wild Honey mm-hmm. in the Steady Plastic. Great. Well, actually, I got more than one, <laughs> and it is. B e a u t full. It is like I was really surprised. Like, it's it's got a red stamp with on a blue disc, and it's got a little bit of like white in it, mm-hmm. kind of like clouds, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. I'll throw it. Shane will probably throw it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, the the plastic is like it's it really awesome. Yeah. yeah, it has the era ish. You know what the era came out the mm-hmm. finish line. Yeah, era. What what do they call that plastic? I don't even know what the plastic's called. I don't know if there's a name for yeah, it. Yeah, they have a name for do it. They? I just can't remember what it is. But okay. that plastic, that's what it, it, it is similar to. It's not as flexy as mm. that era, what the I feel like era that, comes in. I feel like that finish line era, too, is a little forge. more glossy. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, forge? forge, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. And that, like, that's pretty darn glossy. It is. It is. I just felt like, I don't know, that, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That thought went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. It, lo- it looks good. It's, it's a 12.5 neg 2.2, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of in my wheelhouse. I, I'm, I'm loving the um, wave. I have found that it is just slightly too understable for me. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm so picky. Like, <laughs> like so picky. Um, so, yeah, I'll be excited to try that, and if it does, then I will probably buy a bunch of them. 
yeah. if I like it. And Man. then I'll probably be really picky about those and get rid of those. It was hard to find. Like I couldn't just go on Infinite and find mm-hmm. it. I they've been teasing it on Nick and Matt. I think it's Try Disc. Yeah, try 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 disc at com. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I went on there mm-hmm. and searched for that, and there's only like maybe two or three places that had it. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was kind of difficult to find. I'll, re- I'll reach out to a guy I know. Okay, I'm sure I might be able to get something. Cool. Probably not. Oh, I'm not that big of a deal, but maybe. I yeah. You've got that secret connection that sent us discs that we don't know. I say, yeah, if I knew who that was, <laughs> I would reach out to <laughs> yeah. him. I would reach out to him. So, um, but yeah, it, it looks good. It feels good. I can't wait to try it. And it's weird. They use the plastic steady being a DGA. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. I forgot there's steady and I forgot what the other plastic is. Whatever the, I don't think it was what the popcorn. Mm. Oh. There's definitely two or three different types of plastics yeah. that I've, I don't. I haven't thrown enough of it to I really. Either. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. But, um, but we. I have got a yes. I just don't know who's coming on from Clash. So oh. we will have an interview from Clash as well. Ooh, that's cool. So that's a good thing. Oh God, it's gonna be like heavy Swedish accent or something. <laughs> that is fine. Yeah, it would be, be awesome. <laughs> just be we'll like... just stare at each other, like trying to listen. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I'll say, hey, have you ever heard of Al Johnson's? <laughs> it's a Swedish restaurant here that has goats on the roof. <laughs> I'll, br- I'll bring my mother-in-law. She can interpret. She's Swedish. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. That would be fun to have a translator on. Yeah. Just for funsies. They're, they're speaking perfectly fine English. Yeah. And we're just like, what they say? What they yeah, say? Exactly. <laughs> Probably be their like, English connection, yeah. like their American connection. would be like talking to us like, so what does that mean? <laughs> Hold on, let me pull up my Google Translate real quick. <laughs> so, all right. Um, uh, where was we were doing throwing here for the yeah. break. Stop it, JB. <laughs> <laughs> so we have. I bought a um, Razor Claw three as well. I bought the purple one, and it was because my wife was in there. I said, "Hey, what color?" And she goes, "Purple." For those of you that don't know, our businesses are based around purple. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Every, like, we have a, a giant point. purple chair out in front of the restaurant. All of the doors on our motels are purple. Like, it's purple. Um, so, bought the purple one. Love it. Um, it is, in my humble opinion, it is between the Razor Call 2 and the Razor Call 1. Mm. It kind of lives in that sweet world right between it. I think I've said this already. But if not, I'm saying it again. Um it is, is it a beautiful thrower. As soon as we got one, I pulled it out of the box. So I've been throwing it for about a week or so. Okay. Um, it, it was it was fantastic. Um, and I almost bought a tombstone today just because I wanted to throw it. Are they in the store? They are in the store. Ooh. They're online as well, yeah. doordisc.com. Um, but, yeah, they're all in. Um, but, yeah, they're beautiful. And I forgot to ask him about Lima Plastic. There's a Lima Plastic, which is that the new lightweight, lightweight stuff. Yeah. It is really good feeling. You can't, like, when you go in there, just pick one up. They're, yeah. they're beautiful feelings. So, hmm. um, but yeah, so, but I didn't buy anything else. So that's what I got. It's just the Razor Claw 3. So, all right, here's a preview for what we're going to do. We're going to go over our GMC picks. We're going to go over Worlds being at the GMC courses. Oh, um, yeah. Clarification on Paul's thoughts about the champ. And then listener bag analysis. We ain't got none. So send them in. So doordisc.com, excuse me, throw at doordisc.com, or you can uh, message night underscore al underscore pod. You can message on Facebook, doordisc golf store. You can, I mean, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Um, send them in. We'll go over them because we don't have one. So if you send one in, you're going to be first in queue. Yep. Um, if you want us to do them anymore. Or if you have suggestions of things we should talk about in the off season, would right. also be a great suggestion. Indeed. Yep. So we're going to get a bunch of um, pros, companies, business people, like we talked about in the beginning, where we we're going to kind of the unsung heroes of disc golf. Um, pros are kind of unsung, but. <laughs> yeah, but they will be the, well, no, it'll be whoever comes yeah. on. So, yeah, you're right. They're not. So the players aren't the unsung heroes, right. but we'll also do players and unsung heroes. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. So I don't insult anybody. Um, or give us, give us a pro that you'd like us to try to get a hold of right right yeah or if you feel that you're worthy of having an interview Ooh, tell us why yeah throw at doordisc.com you can send it to us so 
with that being said, and then I'll have a random question. We'll go over some shop updates. I've already got over one of them, um, but we'll get back into at the end of it. So be a shorter episode, but I hope you enjoy. So let's go over a GMC courses at Worlds. (laughs) So the last time the GMC courses were used at Worlds was what year? Quiz. 2017. 18? 18. Yeah. And who won it? Barsby. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Wow, good for you. Good for you. And who came in second? Uh, James Conrad. Paul McBeth. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I remember I remember seeing James Conrad run up to Barsby and hug him afterwards. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's right. James Conrad, you were so confident. I think he was standing in the crowd watching. <laughs> that could have been. No, I'm just, not sure. It was the holy shot, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the year. That's, yeah, that's the year. It. Yeah. So no, um, if you're familiar with those courses, um, they they have tell, they have Brewster. yeah they have recordings. I was gonna say they were televised. Cheapers. Um, they have recordings, so they're on YouTube, and they're, you know, they're fantastic. Like, I, I love watching the courses. The courses are laid out so very well. 18, I love the hole, but I don't get the hole. Like, it plays very, very hard, but Which it doesn't course? look hard at Brewster, because that's where they finish at, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, hole 18, that finishing hole, where it kind of you throw down into the valley. There's rough on the right side tree right in the middle like ideal landing Mm. zone on the corner and then road to the left Mm -hmm. um it seems like a very easy hole but man it creates so much drama and just that everything is view views well you don't drop coverage it is just an immaculate course and it is on what is it smuggler's notch resort yep so it is actually a disc golf resort Mm -hmm. um so i'm glad it went back there yeah yeah, Casey White's favorite. Yeah. Speaking of Casey White, if you hear this, hit me up. Let's set up an f- official time to get you on the car podcast. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to um, picking RGMC. Um, oh, do you have anything to say about the courses? No, I love. Yeah, I just love, I love watching them. Like yeah. that area is beautiful. Um, one of my favorite. It wasn't from a tournament, but they. I think it was a couple years ago. They had Paige, they had Paul, uh, Simon, Kevin Jones, I think, and mm-hmm. they were playing a skins match. And then, like, they had like people they were representing, and like they were trying to win money for like those individuals or something. Yeah, super fun to watch. Yes, it was yeah. it was awesome. And German. Uh, Nate Sexton are just walking down the fairways, you know, with a microphone, <laughs> like doing commentary. Yeah, like, it was it was pretty it's pretty fun to watch. Yep. And then hopefully next year, I'm going to get out that way. (laughs) Oh, are you really? Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be there or we're going to try, probably try to get to Maple Hill. That'll be, we have to go out there for that way for a wedding. And so Mm -hmm. hopefully we'll have enough time to be out there to do stuff besides wedding stuff and get out there. Yeah. And that would be disc golf. That would be disc golf. That would be. Yes. Okay. Um, We're going to go crabbing. (laughs) Go eat some crab rolls. Or lobster. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a pretty um, pro-heavy and top-level heavy um, field. Field. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, man. It's rough. I think you should take over. Those <laughs> <laughs> are pretty top-heavy. Um, so you got Chris Dickerson, Kevin Jones, Paul McBeth, Ray Barbs- Barsby, so the champ, the defending, um, Calvin Heimberg, Ricky Wysocki, Aaron Gossage. I mean, you even got Briz, uh, Brinster, Steve Brinster. So you got Conrad, Orem, Hammes, you know, just on and on. Corey Ellis. So we got some good ones. So some of the ones that um, you kind of need to watch for is some of the ones that are on the playoff line. Um, they're like, if Paul Uliberry comes in a decent position right in this he can actually bump himself into the playoffs mm-hmm. or play-ins whatever they want to call right, them right which is kind of cool so there's a little bit of uh 
stuff going on there. So, but let's just get to our picks and then we can go from there. So our MPO and FPO, I will go first since you went first last time. Did I? I don't know. I'm just okay. saying that. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> so, um, I am putting P McBeast, um, at number three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you suffer like a hit on the head today? I don't or anything know. Like that? I don't know. This is scary. So scary. Paul Macbeth for the win is okay. what I'm doing. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to step outside the box <laughs> and go with Waisaki for two. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really thinking outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, I'm. I don't know why this is kind of the random outlier. I mean, he's been playing well this season, but I just have this feeling about our hometown native, um, Adam Hammes, mm. as my third pick. All right, who are you going with? Okay, number one, I'm going to pick. I think I'm going to pick Chris Dickerson. Wrong choice. I know you'd say that. By the way, I'm a little offended that Lone Star isn't releasing a shallow beaded putter. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I am. Well, okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I'm going to pick Paul Macbeth. Uh huh. And number three, I'm going to take Simon. Ooh. Oh, ooh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Nope, he's coming off honeymoon. Yeah. He just got married. Congratulations, Congratulations Simon. Congratulations, Simon. Yeah. That's pretty that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, both coming from married men, we said that wholeheartedly and genuinely. This is going to be the best time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, F your picks. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I do I get to go first? Uh-huh. Okay. Kristen Tatar first. Tater Tots. I, I can't ignore. No. <laughs> Three in a row. You mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So uh let's see. Number two. And hasn't finished outside the outside the top. Off the podium this year. Off the, yeah. That's crazy. Dominance. Uh, dominance. And we just came out with a documentary of the best FBO player ever. Who's we? Well, I'm just saying the disc golf community just received a documentary about the best disc golf player ever in the FPO ranks. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> she doesn't even have six titles. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Jeez. If we ever give her on, you're taking that one. <laughs> <laughs> she won't want to come on. No, no, she wouldn't. Uh, number two, I'm going to take Missy. Gannon? Yeah. The Cannon. Okay. I think it's a great choice. And then number three, I am going to take, let's go with Ella Hansen. Ooh, good choice. Coming okay. off a Canadian Nationals win. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Thomas Gilbert, congratulations. Yeah, Thomas Gilbert, Canadian winning. For, I was listening to something, and I think it was only like, Maybe the fourth time that a Canadian has won the Canadian Nationals? Since 2012, yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. that's crazy to think about. But mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to do Tatar, Mandahano. Yeah, I'm going to do Mandahano and Gannon. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And I know Tatar is going to win it because she, in her pregame interview, she says, I only got a couple more weeks. I can keep playing. They're right. Like, How's your injury going? She's like, eh, not too great, but it's the printer. <laughs> it's finally working. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. What was that movie that had the printer that they beat up? Oh, Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. That's what I feel like with that printer. Yeah. It works beautifully. Like, it's a, a phenomenal printer when it prints. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid printers. TPS reports. Yeah, exactly. Ring. Cat. 
outside the door. Yeah. It's not the mountain lion that you saw. No, no. Oh, did I say that on this episode? I mean, on these Uh, broadcasts. You did mention it one time, I thought. Okay, I did. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. All right. So there you go. Those are picks for Worlds courses next year, GMC. (laughs) Yeah. Like you were talking about GMC, like Worlds. I was like, they're not coming until next year. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So there's our picks for GMC. Um, I'll take them next year too. Don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keep everything the same. Yeah, do Paul for his seven time. Yep. And Paul said that he's not going to have claw marks for his six. <gasps> you know what? I okay. So I don't know if these were dies that people were doing, but they had like three claw marks going one way, three claw mm-hmm. marks another way. I was like, ooh, if that's a six time stamp, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but wow. Yeah, he says, he says they're most likely not going to have claws because he, he can't figure out how to do it. And he said there's one variation that he really likes. Okay. He said, but they probably won't come out until beginning of the next season, oh, like Vegas see, well, or something yeah. like that. I mean, you could do like a three and three, like three on one side, three, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Like, like the razor claw. Yeah. Or I don't know, something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot of ways you could do it. I think he's trying to abandon the claw because when he gets mm. up to 12 and 13, like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> just yeah. scribble marks all over the <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, someone is, someone is bringing up a good point the other day about how Paul should abandon the six time champion and just say 17 time major winner. Ah, uh, okay. Right? Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. we still go with. Uh, everything like we talked about this compared to six times, you know, how many world champions, mm-hmm. but doesn't it sound more impressive to be a seven time, 17 time major winner? Oh, especially when his next closest competition the champ is 18 time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like, like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea. And then if he wins USDGC this year, there you go. Yeah. And I think he has a good chance to. I do too. He's in McBeast mode right now. Mm-hmm. So I think he has to finish up. There's four more that he's going to participate in. And the third one is USDGC. And then he has that Halloween thing that he's doing. I can't remember mm. what it was. But yeah. So yeah, I, I he has a chance to do it. So yeah, I think it just sounds, I mean, because even, even in golf, Tiger Woods says, oh, I have this many majors. He doesn't say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a however many time U.S. Open champion or however many time, you know, Masters winner. It's always about the majors rather than just a single thing. Right, right. Yeah, I would say. I would say I, I, I'm not opposed to that. Um, but, you know, we don't consider greatness outside of worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it seems like. But it encompasses I agree. everything he's about. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I would like to see it more. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. So with that being said, let's have that clarification of what Paul said on the champ. So I think it was Nick and Matt, the upshot, world, whatever interview it was that I heard he did. Mm -hmm. Um, he just basically clarifies and says why, and he actually puts it on Climo's back, um, he puts it back on Climo and just says, what I meant by this was Climo's out there, you know, all over social media when it comes to worlds, mm-hmm. trying to defend his honor. Like, be here. Yeah. Defend it yourself. Like, right. be present. Do all that stuff because then we can have these conversations. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, air these things out. So good on you, Paul, for calling him out on, like, in that regard. And in the same regard, like, <clears throat> I don't know, I can't, like... I wish, and I'm sure there's a respect given to Climo, but it just didn't seem like in that interview there was much respect given to Climo because <laughs> he even said, they even asked him about what do you think about Climo's play? And he's like, well, I only saw him play once. And sure, he has wins, but he's unorthodox. He's, you know, he compared him to Matt Oram or something like that. Or oh, okay. he compared him to somebody. Like, he's very unorthodox, mm-hmm. very, you know, and I was like, yeah, because he also dang. mentioned he's like, He's like, I'd love to have played him or play him, you know, mm-hmm. just to do it. But like, right. you're talking, it's the old adage of like different eras, different times. Like, if you could, you know, in a vacuum, if you could both meet at your primes, what would happen when you meet? Yeah, and we'll just never know. Yep, exactly. And I don't think you know those debates are fantastic because they're fun to debate on. Mm-hmm. 
but you're never going to have an answer. Right. And for anybody that says Climo's era was harder than current era, than Paul's era, they're lying to themselves. Well, you're, they're playing play on different the distance of courses that they're playing as well. Like there's mm-hmm. just so many factors, like shorter courses, you're playing on like pitch and putt courses compared to like these thousand foot, 500, 600 yep. foot courses, you know, holes at mm-hmm. courses. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, disc technology too. Like, right. Exactly. Just, the equipment, um, you know, the form, the power, the discs themselves, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, I mean, when Climo was winning his, I think the fastest disc you had was, I think the destroyer came out just before his last championship and he wasn't throwing the destroyer mm-hmm. you know um so and people will say well you had to have more control all this fun stuff I'm like sure sure but you put an mp the best mp40 player against the best mpo player you put the best mp50 player against the best mpo player there's no chance right. for those guys you know the mpo player is gonna win mm. every single time um, and they play different. Yeah. I mean, there's a different class of player in each of those things. Yeah. And they're just, I, that thought of who is the goat and who is better. I, I don't think there's an argument. Like I really don't. I right. think there's an argument just because for argument's sake, Yeah. you know, yeah. like I said, you give a person two options or people two options, they're going to fight over it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like we just, yeah. just had that Absolutely. conversation. So exactly. I my eyeball, I mean, it's karma. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I like that. Um, so, once again, listener bag analysis, send them in. We don't have one tonight, but I do have a question. Mm. So send it in, throw at doordisc.com, and here's your question. If you were to make a disc golf brand slash company, what would be your first mold? Ooh. Like, this is the one that's going to make your splash. What is it going to yeah. be? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, well... Like, do you go the route of, like, EV7 and just go, like, putters? Or do you go, like, a mid-range? I think I think I would start with a mid because I feel like a mid-range is, and slightly understable mid-range, you can throw it off the tee. You can use it for upshots. You, it's versatile. Like, a putter is versatile but it's slower so i think people get frustrated a little bit like mm. beginner wise just throwing a putter if you're a new company um I, yeah i just feel like a mid-range is ver- yeah it just has the versatility to be used for everything you can get shots you can um get distance with it if you need to so i think that's where i'd go okay i like that and i like your your thought about the putter the putter is something that is so personal to people that you know there are some I feel like you couldn't just release one putter. Right. I agree. Like you'd have to have two mm-hmm. come out right away and yep. people let people decide which one they want. Exactly. Yeah. Because I, I don't think a putter is, like I said, it is so, people are so particular about their putters. Yeah. Like, and you, once you find a putter, it's hard to go off putters. I mean, there are people that jump from putter to putter to putter, <clears throat> JP. Um, but <laughs> they're, usually if you find a putter you like, you're not really moving off those putters. Right. So to get somebody to adapt to your putters is pretty slim. Yeah. Hence we're finding with Penrose and Fi and what's the other one? Um, Moby, Morbius, Mobius? Moby. Mo- I think it's just Mo. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it's one of those. And then there's a new one coming out. Another mm. one of, uh, Gibson's. Um, so yeah, I like what they're doing, but a putter, that's a hard thing to, you know? Yeah. Um, in a mid, I think it's just, we've talked about this before. I think the death of the mid range because of the design of the courses, mm-hmm. I think there is some truth to that. Yeah. So when I look at a mid range, like I think it, it appeals to experienced amateurs. Um, I would put out a driver. I'd put out a high speed driver, 12, 13 speed. And because everybody wants those fast speeds yeah. and you know, the newcomers, that's the first thing they walk into. What's the fastest disc you got? As a matter of fact, we had somebody in the shop that said that I want your fastest disc. Really? Yeah. I was like, well, we got a 14.5 speed. Walked him over to MVP. <laughs> really? Yeah. And oh I, my God. And he was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. I was like, you know, and we tried to have that conversation with him. Like, Hey, you know, I don't know if that's the most appropriate choice, 
because you know X, Y, and Z, you're kind of just teaching yourself bad habits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, no, 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 no. I, I, I have this, and it just turns over. And I go, well, it's probably because you don't have the greatest form. And I said it nicer. Yeah, of course, yeah sure. You know? And I think it's probably because you're rolling your wrist, or you're, you know, I tried to explain. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I have great form. I think he's gonna. Well, I don't know this person, but. Same thing with the gyro technology. I just think it's high, harder to get it up to speed as well. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know. Yep. So. Yeah, I agree. So I, I think he's going to have some real big issues with it. But, you know, that's, that is that's the mentality yeah. of when I first went out, I almost completely ignored when I first started playing. And I went straight to, like, the Valkyries and the Oryx yeah. and the, you know, the highest speed drivers they had at the time. So, yeah, I, I would put out a driver. Now, do you have a name for it? Do I mean, mm-hmm. put me on the spot? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. I feel like I have to come up with some kind of naming scheme. No, I don't have one off the top of my head either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one either. Because I, I, I like the the gas. Yeah. That type of stuff. I've always thought that would be pretty funny. Um, but I don't have one. Maybe it'd be like... I feel like... Cause we talked, didn't we talk about this in an episode? What we mm-hmm. named stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot what mm-hmm. my naming scheme would have been. I think it was something with like movies or video games or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Right. we'd have to go back. Yeah, <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> it, was, it was so many, so many months ago. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I, w- I would start with the driver, and I think the driver is going to be the one that's going to appeal to the most and the highest, and especially newcomers, whether they should grab it or not. They're going. Give me to. all your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, give it to me. Give me your fastest tips. <laughs> so, um, all right. Anything else, sir? Because I'll just go over shop updates and then... Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so we got Lone Star. It's in. Um, we got every mold that they carry in every single plastic that they carry. So we have at least three or four of them in each one of them. Um, so get on there. Check them out. And if, you, if we have the episode out, go listen to it with Josh at Lone Star. If not, it's coming. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. So... Just be on the lookout for it. It's a fantastic interview. It has, it really gives the ins and out of how Lone Star has become what they've become since December. Mm-hmm. I mean, less than a year. Yeah. Where they're at at the present moment 24 molds, six plastic types, and just doing a great job. Yeah. So, um, we got another haul of used discs in and on the site. They're all up. I took all the old used discs off. We've already been selling them. So go in there and check them out. I mean, they range from like $5 all the way up to maybe 13 is the most expensive mm-hmm. one, which is an untouched prototype P2. Whoa. So untouched, still in the bag. Wow. It's 13 bucks. Mm. That's great. We're not into collector stuff. Yeah. You know. And then, um, like I said, being doing an update on the website. So little by little, you'll see more stuff populate onto the site because it was hidden, because we were inputting them wrong. And then as soon as all of that uh, gets fixed, I'm going to finish up building the website in the background and launch that thing towards more product-centric rather than word-centric. So mm. outside of that, um, I don't know if I have much else. I don't know either. It was a short one. It was a pretty calm week. There was no drama yeah. or anything. We didn't really talk about Butler <clears throat> County. But. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to that real quick. So Butler County, Tatar. Yeah. Third in a row. Third in a row. Fantastic. And then um, Joel Freeman kind of walked away with it in the last Man, round. Man, he shattered the course record by six strokes. That's crazy. And it was only a 1077 rated round. <laughs> Exactly. Right? Like, that's cra- Like, yeah. you beat the course record, you win pretty handily, and that's it? <laughs> and set the course record by, like, I mean, like you said, and not just set the course record by, like, like one or two, like, six strokes. Yeah. 1077. Crazy. Yeah. Because it was a 14 under, 15 under? Uh, f- I think it was 14 under. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean, that course, some of the lines he was taking, how did he not hit trees? Yeah, there's a, like... Oh, what was it? it was like almost a 600 foot drive that he just laced through the woods, like mm-hmm. untouched. And I'm like, this is on yeah. real. He was on another level on yeah. another level. So, but he does that. He's, he's hot and cold, mm-hmm. man. Is he hot and cold? Like what but, he did this past weekend, I bet you GMC, he won't even show up. Uh, I could, he'll be in the top 20. You think so? Well, yeah, I think with this field, he will. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, I mean, he should be sitting up there next to Paul McBeth on the podium. Right. I mean, he's 1036 rated. Mm-hmm. He's, right, he's right in between Conrad and, and Simon in this field. And maybe he's just ahead of him, too, at 1037. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's one of the higher-ranked players here. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him. See, but, you know, there's people sneaking in here and there that, you know, like there's an Aaron Gossage out there somewhere or, right. or Alden Harris or anybody can p- yeah. come play. Chandler Kramer, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't want to say it's a crapshoot, but maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And I, I assume if he doesn't do well, he'll have a comment on why he isn't doing well. And when he does well, he has comments on why he did well. You know, <laughs> as he's he's very open about what he does and how he does it and why he does it and whose mm-hmm. fault it is. So <laughs> I forgot who placed behind. Oh, Jessica Weiss placed yep. behind uh, Kirsten and then Lisa Fakus, Maria Oliva. Yeah. So, I mean, there's mm-hmm. some decent. I mean, it was a silver series, so you're only playing for the quarter of the points. but Right. Yeah. Yeah, but some of those points could have made a lot of difference to a lot of players, being that they're Brody. Yeah, 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 which is really surprising. Like, especially him being right on that cut line. Like, yeah, I think he's. Well, this he was talking about. I was listening to um, debate night, and I forgot what his reason was for not going. But like, he's like thirty sixth, thirty seventh, something like that. It's like you could have even if it's quarter of the points. It's like you could still use a couple points to get you just a little yeah. higher you yeah. know and he said well if i miss it by two points then you know but it's like yeah because he he brought it up saying that it would have been basically a difference because it drops the lowest so even if he won he would only get like 14 or 15 yeah. points right which would only be like a three point difference mm-hmm. um and in my humble opinion if he ends up within that three points of getting into you know like that's on him. You know, he yeah, made that choice. Exactly. That's a lot of money. You get into that championship. Yeah. You're guaranteed a decent amount of money. Yeah. Now maybe he's at a point where he doesn't need that type yeah. of money, but man, like that's yep. a good amount of money. You're you know who else is out down. right now? Nathan Queen, last year's champ. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he wasn't really nothing to talk about no. at all this year. No, he's yeah. His, his best finish with like fourteenth at Music City or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. He's been really quiet. Yeah. And it almost makes you think he was so quiet, like, was it a hurt or... Yeah, you know, I don't know. Was there something going on like that? But then again, had he had ever really been at the top before he won? No, I mean, yeah. No. Not that I can really think of. Maybe, yeah. like, a couple, like... You see him here and eight. there. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, he played his way through the whole... Tour, you know, mm-hmm. the champion tour championship. Like, you're yep. just like, holy cow. Yeah. But Impressive. he's, he's a, uh, he's a firm believer of, or he's, he's a firm reason why, you know, worlds, I don't think determines the best disc golfer. It determines the best disc golfer that week. Yeah. You know, right. I think Nathan Queen's one of those prime examples mm-hmm. of that. Like, yeah, there's, cause, I, Someone was all. Someone else was making the an argument as well. And I can kind of see their point where you you should just play for points mm-hmm. the whole season, like they do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's what the, you determine that for your playoff seating, and then just crown the champion based off points at the end of the year. Like that person's the right. best. <laughs> like right. that's just how it should go. Yeah. I also think worlds two should be not every year. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be cooler to just have it be like World Cup style, like every four years or every couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it'd be harder to say. I mean, it'd be hard, but it's just like the build up to that mm-hmm. would just be awesome. You're like anticipation, anticipation, anticipation. And it's like, it's yeah. here. Yeah. And then just have a cup. But can you imagine <laughs> the outcry of people that would get pissed off about not allowing Paul Macbeth to catch? Yeah. Climb over right. and all that type of stuff. It would, especially in, in the world of pro sports where every year a world champion's, you know, crowned in every other sport. Yep, exactly. And I think, you know, I I, I don't know if I, because I always thought it was weird that the World Cup was only every four years or however yeah. long it is. And I was like, that that's weird. Why would you not do that more often? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm learning. I'm, 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 I'm learning more and more through Ted Lasso and Brax, right. Braxham. Rex, Rexum? Rexum, that's it. Yeah. See, that's how much I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, because it's, they have World Cup and then every two years it's the 
in between there, it's the European Championships, or you know, like mm-hmm. there's always something in between the World Cups that's like the big regional championship going on. So yeah, there's always something to play for. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but well, there you go. I don't know if there's much else that I have to talk about. So hopefully, you enjoyed this shorter format. We will do a better job of making sure we have a full plate. Um, but we have been talking for two hours plus by at this point. <laughs> so well, bag analysis really shortened, not having one really shortens it up does. the episode. It does. <laughs> it it really does. does. So send them in. Here's another cry out. Throw at doordisc.com. So T H R O W at doordisc.com. Um, and we will make fun of your bag or maybe we'll praise it. Yeah. Better have judges in it. Better have judges in it. Some <laughs> shallow beaded putter. <laughs> a shallow beaded putter. I hope he hears me because I would. I might consider if he gives me some sort of clone that might or might mm-hmm. not be like a judge. I might pick it up and try it, especially if it floats in water. Yeah. Right? Well, like that's, mm-hmm. not, that's not a big selling point. Nah, but not for me. But no. <laughs> hey, if you got, if you're facing down a death putt, you're like, oh, I can just toss this in the water and not have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just wouldn't toss it. Yeah. <laughs> throw it at the throw it at the lock. But yeah, I. Uh, I like their plastic. I picked up every single one of their putters this year. Um, and I mean, this year, today, I picked up every single one of their putters, and there was just nothing. All of them were way too deep. And mm. they had a beaded putter, but hey, nothing great, you know. Okay. Like, I like the armadillo. I think the shallowness of the armadillo is, well, it's not really that shallow, but I think it fits pretty well, but it's, it's too blunt for me. Okay. And it doesn't have a good uh, glide to it. Mm. So well, yeah, it's supposed to be overstable. It's a thumb track disc. It is a thumb track disc. It is overstable. And now they're coming out with a super armadillo. Yeah. I think. From what I saw on the PG, the PDGA website. Yeah, we never asked him directly on that because I think he got into just the rest of the molds that they're going to be doing. And then they're planning on doing an additional 20 in yeah, 2023. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. In so they will insane. have 44 discs in, in like, less than a two-year <laughs> or in a two-year time span. Yeah. They will have 40 molds. Yeah. That's fantastic. 44 molds. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I, I hope they keep it up, and I hope it goes well for them. All right. We've said that already. Rapid so. expansion. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Keep us up par. Peace.